now listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Lieutenant. Oh yeah, why did I say uh, Lou? <laughs> you guys both hurtled towards the ground, fractured his his little horse ankle there. Did some kind of game at this point. Garrett Cohen. Does it work there? Yeah, it's a fucking game. It's called Delta Green. Uh, do you know a Garrett Cohen? I had a beer with Garrett once at his house. He's over on Walnut Street. Walnut Street. This is uh, Bobby Tillman's address. What's Bobby Tillman's phone number? It matches the number that you were gave. God oh, damn it! Shit. Yeah, we're making connections right now. Works at street. Hey, that's on. That's on. And baby. pictures. Oh, it's a board of strings. A uh, 1084 turned into a 1072. <laughs> we got a 1084 turned into a 1072. Uh, repeat, uh, Calvary Club. 1072. That's gonna be your You love that shit. In court, that's the only thing you're allowed to talk in. Yeah. Just police code. Describe what happened that night. Your Honor. Well, first there was a 1072. If I could rather quickly have a recap of the previous session. What are you doing? Are you just trying to prove that you have ride skill? Or is there something more there? You failed uh, both times riding this fucking horse. Nah, just, Roy just likes to ride his horse, man. Trying to ride. Yeah, but there's, it, there's a difference between riding the horse, but you made it distinct that you are riding the hell out of this horse oh well is it for roy no 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 this wasn't roy this was more uh working the horse out kind of he i don't want cape caper to i i just put it in the same perspective of uh me going for a run per se okay so yeah this there was no emotional reason behind okay this. <clears throat> i'm sorry i have to tell this story because i'm gonna lose my mind if i don't so there was there was this day I remember it was around Thanksgiving and I was I had some time off work and it was really nice and it, I remember it was it was cold that day and I was like you know what I'm gonna pick up um, a burrito from Pancheros just wanna spend the day I just wanna be fat I wanna lay there I wanna like watch a couple movies and just eat this fucking burrito and i felt so empowered by that i was like yes like i get to pig out i get to be a fat fucking loser for this day and it's gonna be awesome so i throw on my jacket and it's fucking freezing outside get in my car start driving i'm driving and i see this guy running on the side of the road and it made me feel like shit because i'm like i'm out here trying to be as fat as i possibly can and this guy's out here and he's probably feeling great and I get closer, and it's fucking you running <laughs> outside the clusters. No way. I forgot I didn't tell you this. Yeah, and you're just running. You're in, like, a short sleeve shirt, and it's fucking, like, 30 degrees out. And this was in November. And I was going to pick up a burrito, and, and I was like, fucking Alex, man. Making me feel like shit, because I'm going to get a burrito, and that's what you're doing. You're running. You probably have been running for, like, 45 minutes up to that point, and you're still, like, going strong in the freezing cold. God damn it. So, yeah, fuck you. Going for a run. Fuck, man. Was the burrito worth it? Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about it after I made the turn. But yeah, I've seen I've seen you out running probably like three times. Really? And I always forget to text you afterwards. Huh. Stay yeah. hard. <clears throat> yeah, I was wondering because like I do spend some time on like some main roads, so I'm like, I wonder if anyone's like fucking. Yeah, I mean this. Was I a, think I've definitely seen you. This was yeah. right out on. Let's get into it. Still huddled around a cork board, still talking about loose ends and possible leads. The four of you find yourselves within the violent crimes unit. Lieutenant Longo is in his office. The door is still closed. What do you guys want to do? We I... didn't tell Longo about connecting Bobby Tillman yet. No. Yeah. I say we do that, we try. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to go knock on the dough. Go ahead and open it. Open it. Open it, and he kind of looks up. Jerry? Long go. Lieutenant, you got something. Talk to me. 
All right, so I just called uh, Mr. Roger Beach, and uh, turns out he had a couple beers with Mr. Garrett Cohen, who worked at Quick Store <clears throat> during the times that this um, specific storage unit was opened. We found out that his apartment was on Walnut Street. We know that Bobby Tillman was on Walnut Street. We looked up Garrett Cohen's number and nothing came up. When I asked the number for Garrett, he gave me Bobby Tillman's number. Motherfucker. Fucking right. Okay. Bobby Tillman worked there. Under a fake name. Under a fake name. So Bobby and whoever was accessing this storage locker, they were they were together. Absolutely. It's RJ. We have the note. Okay. All right. Oh. We found the same green. The note that we originally found. Did you like come in over his shoulder? The note that yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone's we, I, probably yeah. behind me. Yeah. The note that we originally found in the uh, glove box of Bobby's car <clears throat> lines up with the typical weekly meeting schedule that they had in the storage locker as uh, shown by the schedule books we got from the quick, quick store. And then you look at the Robert Quinnen. Had the key in his possession to this particular locker. Bobby Tillman is now connected to. The murder of Bobby Tillman may have been closed, Lieutenant, but the child pornography stash that was in his uh, dungeon keep beneath his bed, that that that's an open case with all due respect, sir. I think we got some. I think we got enough to get RJ's house a little busted into. Everybody at this table, please roll law or persuade for me. <coughs> I want to use pro- program point. Is that the yes. proper one to use? Yes. Not, not luck. Luck is I'll only After. ask for it. I'm rolling. No, luck, it, luck doesn't help you re-roll. Law It'll just persuade. be like a random roll that I'll be like, roll luck. I'm rolling persuade. I rolled persuade too and I failed. 20, I'm sorry, you said 21 persuade on or persuade. law. 21 on 82 for persuade. 19 on a 53 for law. And you're using a program point? Yeah. First one, fail. 78 on a 44. Double zeros. Oof. Oof. Yikes. That ain't serious. So, success, success, fail, critical fail? Yeah. On a a program point. (laughs) On a program (laughs) point. Well, oh, no, no. So, I'll take your better one, which wasn't a critical fail, but still a fail. Thank God. Still a fail. All right. I'll talk to the judge. Now... I don't know how long it's going to take to get the warrant issued. If he even agrees to it, it'll probably take at least, at least 24 hours if he even approves it. But yeah, I feel confident that I can go to him with something viable here. You guys did good work. Everybody roll sanity. Oh God. Ten flat on a 62. Can I use a program point for sanity? Go ahead. I'm deciding if I want to. I just didn't. You can. Okay. Six on a 48. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Go ahead. I got it. I got it. Got to use it, right? Yeah. 61 on a 47. 59 on a 56. Go ahead. Another fail? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. All right. Um. So, That's Jerry fail... Uh, Ray fail. You guys passed. Mm-hmm. Roy and Caleb, please regain one sanity point. You two, nothing's gonna change for you guys. But there's this there's this moment where you finally get something that you have been trying to get, and it finally fucking clicks, and you finally crack it. But you guys don't really care. There's so much bigger shit out there that's on your two minds, Ray and, and Jerry. But Roy and Caleb, it feel it feels good for a second. That you are fucking doing your job. Sweet. So you're going to regain one sanity point. What's your guys' next step? Uh, what time is it? At this point, put it about like 8. Can we can go investigate that car. I will also Talk say that you haven't read the uh, report that was generated uh, for last night. It's still on the table there, too. I think we should either investigate the car or go talk to Charles. Yeah, investigating the car, I think, is what you're talking about with Charles, right? Yeah. Well, let's think about our time for a second. We want to invest these ki- investigate these kids. It's, That's uh, what I think we should. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
eight o'clock. You said definitely two and a half hours. We, we got enough time. All right. You guys got addresses on these kids? I got names. I don't have addresses. We know they go to uh, whatever school. I got Danny Adams. Right. Has an older brother too. Rodney Weeks. Carter Jennings. Mark is the kid that we've yeah. already talked to, but and we we already sure. know what school we we did establish what school he went to. Mark, right? Yep. Yeah. I just don't know. And if we do get time, if we're out in that area, we're gonna run by this RJ's place. Make sure nobody's touched that scene till we can get in there. It's not taped off or anything, correct? Unless you guys taped it up. No. I f- I think I did. I mean, is it this, an the, is it an active I don't know crime if, scene? I don't know if you taped up the. Uh, he's talking about the truck, RJ's truck, out in his driveway. We can go there. It's up to you guys whether you think you would have taped that up. I mean, is it? Didn't, didn't we say that it's not an active crime scene, right? Because there's not a missing person, right? So what's the crime? Just somebody reported weird. Because the whole thing is, if it's reported missing, we can go into the house. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that we did tape it. Up. So there's no yeah. crime while we have crime tape up. We didn't. If we're not allowed to go into the house, I sworn I did it, but. You guys do whatever you want to do. There's no rhyme no, or no, reason. No, no, no. I know, I know, I, I know. Do. I'm just saying, if we were doing this, if we're still doing this by the book, because I think all of us want to get in that fucking house, so why would we fuck up anything? Okay, so we can. We have two and a half hours till we talk to Curtis. We can meet with those kids, uh, or at least one of them within this time. Uh, how many? How many names did we get? Three. There's three. Well, there was three with him. Three with him. Do you guys have any preference on... Did he mention anyone in particular? The only one thing that, like, I noticed is that Danny Adams has an older brother. It's the only extra thing that we got from any of the names. Okay. I say we just pick one at random, right? Well, if one's got an older brother, that's more straws to grasp at than the other ones, so... You guys moving as a unit, all four of you? <clears throat> or are you guys splitting think, up to do more stuff? I think stuff? we should split. I think that two people should go check the truck, and then two other people should just go see the... Well, the only reason I'm going to suggest staying as four for this is that we do know we only have one opportunity to talk to each of these kids. Yeah. Per orders of the lieutenant. That we have to do this and let it go unless some thing of brazen red flag comes up thing about it is if there is something that we think is there something that we think is going on is whichever kid we call first or we go to first gonna go call his friends right after should we split two and two two take one of the kids and we try to get lucky with third we could bring them both back here at the same time yeah why don't we bring them all in at the same time and then keep them separate while we ask them questions i think we could why don't we run about the lieutenant um I think we have reasons that we can even send cop cars over to the house if this is an open investigation. Why not? It's our task. Did we tell him about? Yeah, the he knew. About, he knew about it yesterday. He, he, he already gave us the okay. Thing. He, he already gave us the okay to interview these kids, but we only have one interview with well, each of them. We said we were interview all of them, but one, one with each of them to get their eyewitness statement because technically they should have. Well, really, that's how, that's. I think we can get a. a uh, can I roll like whatever law and whatever for law? I, I think could, couldn't we legally have police go get them because they haven't even given us an eyewitness account and, roll they, law. and they were key <clears throat> to a to a murder. Roll law. Fifty four on a thirty two. Did anyone hear me? And possibly well, think about that? I can tell you this much, and you know this, and I'm I know you're sick of hearing it. The murder of Bobby Tillman is, say it with me, closed. Closed. That's what you know. Doesn't mean we can't scare them. (laughs) That is true. But I think that maybe sending other officers out there. Hear me out. If we try to talk to the older brother, get a little bit of information on him. First, we could at least look into him. Go from the outside in. Let's. How about we just look into these kids first? These three kids. Let's see what kind of info we can get on them. Should we try to do two and two for the interviews? For well, if this we case is closed, them? they might. They could just say no. But we already got the okay. From I the thought that the okay. I he, thought that the okay from the lieutenant was you got the okay to like. I didn't think that had to do with the kids. I thought, I thought it, it had to do with just like Bobby Tillman in general. No, it did. It had to do with the kids. Yeah, we said we wanted to question the kids 
and we we definitely used as a reasoning part partly that we haven't even gotten an eyewitness account from them and he said all right that's fine i mean correct me if i'm wrong uh, he said all right that's fine but you can you have one one opportunity to do this and then that's it it's done yeah. unless like something crazy comes up his, and they his, said like yeah we got hired to his, kill this guy his <laughs> viewpoint is at this point the murder of bobby Tillman is closed and you're essentially just for lack of a better term harassing these kids about a case that's already closed you know so legally you can't you can't bring them in you shouldn't really be talking to them at all it's less of it's less of the the lieutenant you know taking a logical standpoint and just saying there's other stuff out there right now that's not related to the murder of bobby tillman but now with this connection between him and rj he might you know be a little bit more respect receptive to yeah maybe revisit some of that stuff with bobby tillman's death but his original viewpoint was why are we still looking into the murder of bobby tillman i think we should just go in and ask him all right just follow me Walk over Lieutenant Sucker. What's up, fucker? <laughs> Detective What's up, Hoyt? Joe Sucker? No. <laughs> Detective Hoyt. What's up, fucker? What's up, guy? Uh, Lieutenant, um... What are you doing there, idiot? Yeah, I know, uh... A day or two ago, we brought up, uh... Potentially... Getting those, uh... Loose ends tied up... Uh, with the eyewitness accounts... Uh, with those the remaining three... Three kids that, uh... Mark was friends with hmm. friends I say that lightly didn't seem to know him very well but anyway it's besides the point I think uh, under the given scenario and circumstances um, might be a little more reason to just uh, cross our T's dot our I's and get these interviews out of the way see if anything pops up and if not we can cross it off our list and move on so I think we're going to do that tonight while these kids are still up yeah uh you want to round them up? Well, preferably, I'd like to do it all at the same time, because I don't want one of them to call another one and tell them about it and hiding what to say. But I don't think it would be a big deal to get them all rounded up, bring them down here, quick little questionnaire, and send them on their way. All right. All right. Yeah. You want you want to do that now? I can send I can send some men out now to get them rounded up. If you can get me the addresses. Yeah, I think we can get on that right away, right? Yeah. So, how are you guys going about finding the uh, the addresses? You guys do have records of, like, people who live here, though. And the school records as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah full school records. Yeah. Take some time, go through, and yeah, you're able to get an address for Rodney Weeks, Carter Jennings, and Danny Adams. Daniel Adams. How long do you think it's going to take to bring them back here? 30 minutes, not even. All right. Let's get ready. Let's do it. Slipping the addresses. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant does his thing. All right, what are we asking him? We got to prepare for this. We only got one shot. <laughs> What's the one thing we want to know? <laughs> Trying to get out of them that they know more than some kid punched a random man in a bar. We got to kind of know who put him on to this place. Maybe probe about older brother. But don't insinuate that we know he's got an older brother. Just ask about siblings, maybe older cousins something like that could find out how they actually know mark mark didn't seem to make it uh he didn't make it seem like they were very good friends they haven't gone back to school yet right where have they no it's sunday okay cool sunday night yeah correct so reasonable to think in 1970 pre ig what up um, word may not be so wildfire that like Mark killed someone and he's off the hook that is a good assumption yeah, yeah. I mean I think definitely getting full timelines full stories separately comparing taking a break comparing all their stories seeing what doesn't add up but asking them about how they found out about the bar how they know Mark the scene itself what they did after yeah, they're kids, right? They're bound to mess up on if we ask for a detailed story. There's bound to be some inconsistencies. Yeah. All right. Anything in particular other than that that we're looking for? What prompted it, right? Because Mark just walked up to the guy and 
called him a fucking loser, right? Yeah, maybe you got to probe about the bar a little bit. Bar owner, if they know the bar owner. That bar owner, the, you know, so, someone put them on to that bar. What did they, if someone put them on, what did they, did they just say the bar owner's easier? Or did they be like, oh, you know, if you, or if you do something for me, I can get you in here, you know? Like, what, what was the scenario in which they got? Put, and also, put I think question, like, like, we definitely have to ask them a little bit about, like, what their business is with Mark in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how old do we say the the Ryan who died last night was? Chris. Chris? 16. 16? Um, <clears throat> in the meantime, how long um, would it take to review the, uh, the report? Which one? The day report that we have not... You said that we have not fully assessed the completed report that the... Uh, investigations unit made for us, right? Mm. When they did on us, yeah. No, not the... uh, I was talking about the report that was generated for last night, the events that happened at Quickstore. Oh. um, How long would it take to fully take a look at that? A couple minutes. I'll look through to kill some time. For killing time, can I look at this RJ report again? Fresh eyes? Yeah. Maybe hand it to these two, actually. Either one of them. If you guys want to look at it, the... You're talking about RJ's incarceration thing? The case, yeah. Just to get more eyes on it. Yeah, I'll look at it. Chuck, can you hand me the ten, ten the codes list? So... You don't know it. <laughs> roll, uh... Ray, roll law for me. Caleb, go ahead and roll law again. Fail. 24 on a 33. Taking a fresh look at this... I, I talked a little bit before about how it seemed kind of all over the place, like it was supposed to be bigger and it wasn't. It looks like it's been scrubbed. Key details are missing, almost as if the original intention of the case had changed. And anything that was non-pertinent to the new intention of the case, which is simply just the arrest of Ronald Jordan Quinnen, uh, was scrubbed. But the officer that seems to have headed this, I mentioned before his name uh, is... Uh, Officer Al Duke. Albert Duke. Does it have an arresting officer on there? Yes, he is the very one. Albert Duke is the arresting officer too? Mm -hmm. Okay. Looks like it was his case and he made the arrest. You guys are going to want to read this. I say that to everyone. 1089 is a homicide. That's, yeah, that's the police report from last night. I didn't lift the back. I'm sorry, Pat. Since you're the last no, one, since one. you're the last one reading it, Chubb, could you please read it out loud for me? <clears throat> for the listening audience at home, these poor motherfuckers. All right, the this is a Linwood Falls PD summary incident report. Uh, it's 10:89 homicide. Um, let's see, the times, yada yada, the morning of the third. Um, approved by Glen Glen Longo, last name. Hudson, Chris, okay, Chris Hudson, narrative, sorry, I'm just reading through all the bullshit at the top, no, yeah, it's important information, yeah, well, I mean, you know, the narrative is the juice, yes, (laughs) narrative, Linwood Falls detectives followed up on a lead related to an open case, requested the assistance of one Christopher Hudson, employee of Quick Store, who willingly opened the storage container, 174, as detectives investigated the aforementioned container, Hudson returned to his workstation. Roughly 30 minutes passed as de- detectives were unknowingly exposed to large quantities of gaseous nitrous oxide in a closed area, as well as other <laughs> hallucinogenic fumes from various chemicals therein. Unknowingly, under the effects of these chemicals, detectives responded quickly to a commotion from Hudson's workstation, finding the victim uh, had already expired. Detectives attempted to pursue the perpetrator to no avail, requested backup, and secured the scene. A homicide case has been opened. Can I look at the pictures, the photos yeah. that were taken? Does it say all that stuff on the walls still? Are all those yeah. in the pictures? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so everything we were sound mind and everything we saw up until... 100% up until... There's pictures of everything that we saw up until that coffin was opened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna... Who handed this to me? 
I mean, this was probably just on our table because it's been already been handed to us. We just haven't looked at it. Yeah. Right. I want to walk into the lieutenant's office mm -hmm. with this. And um, I'm like holding the report and I want to say, uh, Lieutenant, uh, do you have a minute? Yeah. I'm just wondering uh, the gaseous nitrous oxide that is reported in last night's uh, incident report. Yeah. Um, how confirmed is that um, on your end by any chance? And he kind of peeks over his, like, over to his left side looking out and he points towards three large canisters. Those were in there. I don't know if they were set to a timer or if they were already opened or if they were leaking or they're marked N2O, which is nitrous oxide. I mean, it's laughing gas. Are are these in the pictures? Like, out of character? Yeah, and you remember seeing them too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are they empty now? If you tap on them or... Didn't it have a smell in there? Yeah, it smelled like uh, gunpowder and like faintly chemically. Okay, if I tap, it sound feels empty. Yeah, lift it up. It's not super heavy, as if like because you've probably April's birthday parties, picking up cans of helium, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, thanks, Lieutenant. Sure. That's all I wanted to confirm. Yeah. Um, and then I want to walk out to everyone, you know, all of us, the player characters. I want to say. You all saw me point my gun in front of his face last night. Did you see that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Did you tell him? Uh, in the report, I did. Not at his face, but, you know, adjacent to his face. Just like we, we all saw. Those are empty. What if it was something triggered by us clipping... The coffin was a trap. We all saw the same exact thing. Listen, we all know we didn't get gassed, but I think this might be something we all gotta just roll with and know that the narrative that they're pushing ain't the one that's really what's happening. But we're doing the dirty work. We know what's going on. Do we? Are you just instantly implying this is a monster or a ghost? Or could we have been, by crazy coincidence, or perhaps strategically laid out to the point where we all believe that the exact same thing happened, we could have been hoaxed. Chris still died. That's... Chris still died. And we all saw him get rammed up against the inside of the locker getting choked. I didn't, I... Damn near about to die. I felt like I was gonna die. Then nothing. I felt fine. You could have been having a bad trip. Yeah. Why would I feel fine right after? That wasn't nitrous. The door shot up. The door was still bent. Somebody... Thing. That wasn't one of us. Somebody had to have been there to kill Chris either way. I'm asking do we believe... What, just because we were high on nitrous means that the camera comes out all wrong? more plausible? Do you genuinely believe that a monster came out of that box? Killed the camera? And or, bent a hole through the door? Or somebody set us up? And set then a trap ripped in out there. Chris's throat? Maybe. Sounds like something a monster would do. We know Bobby was connected. We know Bobby was killed. Maybe they needed a distraction to get Chris, too. Listen, you they didn't need a distraction to do that. You read that letter. That shit sounds demonic, to be frank. Now, I'm not into ghost hunting and all, but I fear God. And I don't sound like God on that paper. Doesn't mean that whatever evil is out there isn't in human form. We know there's some terrible people. Is it above them to do something like this? It's very possible. I think regardless, all we can do right now is pursue the real human leads that we have. 
Yeah, does this change anything for anybody? Not at all. A little bit of time passes before you can see ushered into the police department into separate holding cells. Three younger men escorted by police officers. Uh, Officer Dwayne Gaines approaches down into the violent crimes unit. Your, uh, your teenagers of interest have arrived. Which one you want me to set in the uh, interrogation room first? Or do you want me to let them stew in there for a little bit? Give us the shortest one you got. <laughs> Bring them in. Okay. Bring in the shorty. And keep those two apart, if you could, Gaines. All right, I'll keep them separate. Thank you. You guys get up into the lobby, probably over to the interrogation room, and... You see Officer Gaines escorting a a ratty boy. <laughs> he looks like a rat. He's got an upturned nose. He's got freckles, more like pimples than anything. A uh, big bushel of uh, red hair. Brings the kid in, sits him down on the chair. He's not handcuffed or anything like that, but he's sitting down in the chair. Is this one with a two-way mirror? Yes. Yeah, to not completely scare the shit out of the kid, I... I don't think I'm going to go in to make it four detectives in a room. Okay. Who is going in? I'll sit out as well. Hmm. We'll go in. Um, if you guys are going to sit out, I'll say before we go in, you get the gist of what we're asking them by the end of the uh, this. Let's uh, let's interview the other two kids at the same time. Speed this up a little bit. Do we have other interrogation rooms? You have one other one. Okay. Um, also, can we record these? Is there a way to record? Yeah. These yeah. You guys got reel to reel tapes. All right. Yeah. All right. What's uh, our main topics here? If we get a detailed step by step. You guys. Yeah. Do you guys want to make the him tell us what happened that night and then kind of go from yeah, there? Yeah. Well, after first that? off, we want an eyewitness account. That's that's why we called them in. Yeah. We want an eyewitness account of what went down at the murders. We mm. want to do them all at the same time before we send them back together so then we can compare what they all tell us. And then perhaps, if it doesn't line up, have a little talk with all of us at the same time at the end. But first, get an eyewitness account. And then, you know, depending on how it feels and everything, probe more into, um, you know, why were you at the bar? How how did you learn about the bar? Why are you friends with... Mark, you're right, like, you, know, you, didn't, you didn't seem like you knew a lot about it, or whatever, you know, just probe into that whole aspect of it, and uh, try and sniff out the stinky fish. Sure. Let's get it, Jerry. Ready. Okay. You guys step in before you do, Officer Gaines says, this is uh, Rodney Weeks. I knew it was going to be Rodney. Wait, so is Rodney the one with the brother? No. Okay. Roddy just sounded like the shortest <laughs> ratty one. <laughs> Open the door. Open the door. <coughs> Despite his appearance, he looks not shaken. Uh, not like cool as a cucumber, but he doesn't look particularly nervous. Yeah. Right. He pays attention as you walk in. Roddy, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Detective Jerry Flores. Detective Ray. Ray Hoyt. How you doing, Rodney? Okay. You know why we uh, called you boys down here? It's about the Mark thing. Yeah. Of course. Uh, well, uh, for starters, just from a uh, legal perspective, we're going to need a uh, an eyewitness account of what, what you saw, what went down at Will Newton's bar that night. I'm not in any trouble, right? You no, got to tell me if I am. I swear... I, no, I, you, I put my hand on my heart. You didn't kill Bobby, did you? I kind of like wink. I swear, on God, you're fine. On phone now? On God. Yeah. On That's facts. On ya. Put it on ya. Put it on baby. Put it on baby, on baby. Um, all right. Uh, I guess, uh, where do you want me to start? Did you guys meet up beforehand? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we met up at Danny's house. Uh, Danny called earlier that day and said that um, that he, he, wanted, he wanted to go out because we heard about, you know, Calvary Club and all that stuff and how, like, people can, you know, they don't really check the, the IDs too much. So 
So Danny wanted to try it out. Um, and so he called me and, 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 and Carter. And when we showed up, Mark was there. And then we went out and we walked to the bar. And then we went in and ordered a couple beers and the bartender didn't I mean we I know I think Mark has a fake ID I know Danny does too but um but me and um me and Carter don't so he didn't even check anybody's IDs and I ordered a beer and I think I think they did too they did and then I ordered another beer and um we drank and then Mark just, you know, he wanted, he wanted to pick a fight with a guy on the other side of the bar. And I don't know why, you know, he just kind of wanted to fight, I guess. He's always been weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. And then he got up and got closer to the guy. And I think the guy pushed him. And stood up and then Mark punched him and the guy fell. And I didn't want to get in any trouble. I don't want to get in any trouble now either. So I left with and Carter and Danny came with me. It's an understandable reaction in all honesty. And you're not in any trouble. I get it. It's a little freaky when that goes down. How long have you known... Mark before this incident well I never really hung out with Mark he was he was Danny's friend okay. I knew I, I knew Danny but I never really hung out with Mark but you said that he was always kind of weird or always kind of like that what did you mean by that like in school you know he's real quiet and doesn't really have a lot of friends I think Danny's like his only friend so I didn't really you know, there's got to be some reason for that. Can I ask you, I'll preface it too, um, as of, no, not even as of now, as of always, Mark is not in any trouble for this. There were some underlying health causes as well that may have contributed to the death of Bobby. But that is aside from why you're here, or anything that we're talking about. If you're friends with, I know you're, you're friends with Danny, Danny's friends with Mark, uh, and you said Mark doesn't really hang out with a whole lot of other people, right? So I think they were friends when they were younger or something. I think they've been friends oh. for a long time. Okay. Detective Flores, you got any other questions? Mark didn't mention that he wasn't friends with Danny. He didn't really say that he know, knew any of them. When we talked to Mark, he made it sound like, and you can vouch for this, um, that he wasn't didn't sound like he was great friends with any of y'all he was kind of distance distant from any bonds that he might have had with y'all you were just kind of like three kids in in his grade that he was drinking with wasn't really his buddies not me or carter that's for sure but no he's i think him and danny have been friends for a little bit was danny weird at all that night i mean does he really normally bring mark around when you guys want to go out to a bar well, this was the first time we ever tried. Well, in general, if you guys are hanging out. This is the first time. First time what? This is the you first time you tried this bar. Yeah. So how'd you hear about this bar exactly? Uh, I think someone told me about it in school, that they heard it from somebody. So, uh, A lot of kids know about it. Again, you're not in any trouble, but... On behalf of the group, you you heard about this first? Hey, kids like to drink underage. I used to drink when I was hell twelve back on the uh, well on the homestead. No, I didn't know. I didn't know at first. I don't think it was more like I heard it, and I was talking to Danny, and at that point, Danny had heard it, and then Carter came over, and he had already heard a bit about it, and this was a couple weeks ago. You know, it was just it's word that was traveling around school. Okay, after so, you guys fled. What you guys do? Went back to Danny's house. Everything was normal. You guys were just went about your night. 
And now I understand if. Did you guys it, know it? I'm sorry. Did you did you guys know at that point that Bobby died? No. No, I understand. You and everyone else that isn't uh, Danny might not be so concerned in the moment, but when after you fled and went back to Danny's house, did was Danny not concerned or anything about his friend Mark? That he wasn't with the group, was left behind at the would-be crime scene? And he, like, looks down for a while. Danny wanted to go back, and me and Carter convinced him not to. Because we didn't want to be related to it in any way. Damn. Well, I suppose it's your lucky day, because like I told you before, it appears as if everyone's going to get off scot-free on this one. So, Do I think that everything he's saying, he's he's not lying? Roll human intelligence. Yeah, can I roll the same as well? Yeah. Motherfucking crit success 33 on a 87 on a 74 crit success. Yeah, for real. What the fuck? He is not as calm as he is leading on. He's covering that up. He is very, very nervous. Not kid getting talked to by the police nervous either. Additionally, you don't believe that he's telling the truth when he's talking specifically about. Mark just getting up and picking a fight. Okay. He avoids eye contact during that. And he speeds up his speech during that. And, and everything else seemed, although nervous, not as big of a red flag. Like, the biggest red flag was when Mark picked the fight. Yes. Okay. Everything else seems easy to believe. Okay. So, can we assume that I would have rolled that maybe, like, Halfway through the conversation or something. Well, you didn't ask <laughs> to roll it halfway through the conversation, so. That's I mean, we still got, got him here, and I know I'm still talk to him. Um, I'm trying to remember. Did, how did Mark say it went? That's what I'm trying to remember. We would remember that, right? Character-wise, like, we would remember that? Yes, but now you're asking me to remember it for you. <laughs> Mark did say that he picked the fight. If I, if I roll the crit success, if I got that hardcore, I, I'm feeling lucky. Google search. Mm. Big boob. I, I 31,000 I look results. at him after, before, I, uh, you know, I, I said, you got any more questions? I look at him and I ask, did anyone ask or provoke Mark into picking a fight with that fella at the bar? No. Oh, come on now. No. Mark flew off the handle. I mean, if you guys were out trying to have a good time, I know how y'all teenagers are when y'all drink. You're drinking to get drunk. You ain't drinking because the beer tastes good. You said you only had what? Two? Three beers? And you're drinking to get drunk. So that means, well, Mark only could have had time to have what? Two? Three? Beers? And maybe, if you had enough time to have a couple beers before we went over, I don't know how Danny's parents are when y'all drink at the house, so maybe you had five or six beers. I don't know about you. I know you're the scroniest of the three, but uh, I don't know, five or six beers doesn't make me go so off the rails where I'm picking fights with some random dude at the bar punching him in the chest unhinged like that so I'm thinking that there was something else at play here maybe Mark's always been like that what do you mean like that maybe he's a wacko maybe he's a nut job maybe that's why he doesn't have any friends what, what do you mean a nut job what does that mean like, maybe Mark is the type of guy who picks fights at bars for no reason that's what he did that night. I didn't provoke him. I didn't say you did, and I don't you think did. you did. But I think someone else did. I just don't know who or It what. wasn't me. <laughs> and you said I wasn't in any trouble. I'm not saying you're in any trouble. And you're not in any trouble. 
But I get the sense that you're covering a little something up. And that's not going to implicate you by any means, but we just want to get to the bottom of this. Bottom of what? Brought me here because you wanted me to tell you what happened. And I literally, I literally just told you what happened. And if you said that Mark, like, didn't even really kill him at all, like, did he, like it wasn't even his fault, then why, like, what's the point right now? Because I just told you what happened. Okay, I guess. I, as, as a DM, I just... My angle. What's up, bitch? Yeah. I got a crit success, right? Yes. Telling me that I know he was definitely a little fucking fishy, which you said when when he said Mark started. Yes. Pick pick the fight, right? Yes. So I asked him again. Yes. And he gave me the same response. Yes. And then I called bullshit on him again. Yes. Okay, I'm just... (sighs) So it's so, not, but I'm saying like so the crit success applies. The, yeah, like yeah, the like, crit success it, lets it, you know even in again even in the future in this scenario that like yes he's fucking like he, yes okay yes he's still lying <laughs> through his teeth. You don't know the specifics of it. Human intelligence isn't going to change his future responses. It's not yeah. like you know persuade or something like that. There's skills that apply outward and skills that apply inward. Human intelligence is one of those skills that applies inward. It gives you knowledge on something that's already happened. It's not going to affect future outcomes or anything like that. So that's what you that's what you know. Hmm. Got anything, Jerry? Not really. All right, well. I appreciate your uh your time come down here giving us information uh we're gonna be finishing up but we're just gonna ask you to hold tight in here real quick we got to uh just finish up with with your other buddies and then we'll round you up get you home before you got to go to bed thank you again mm-hmm. and then i well i exit i exit the room but if you exit out i close the door behind mm-hmm. us and i guess i lock it yeah <laughs> yeah it's you are you guys out here still no, I assume we were doing the interview at the same time, the other one. Oh, really? Okay, then go do Yeah, it. I thought that's what we were doing, right? We weren't yeah. listening to you guys. How long would that have taken, that interview? Like, what time about would it be by the end of that one? Say the interviews get started around, like, 10, 15, or 8, 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can so do yeah. it. I thought we were going to do it simultaneously. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are doing the other side of the interview. Who are you interviewing? The tallest one they got. Yeah. <laughs> the tallest one? Yeah. Officer Gaines takes some time and brings him over. Taller kid, longer black hair, a um, little bit of stubble too. Brings him in, looks at you guys after the door's closed and says, this is uh, Danny Adams. Whoa, I've got uh, Danny here. Danny, sorry. Show him the tape recorder that's on the table. Mm-hmm. Can you just state your name right into here? Sorry about recording this, but we have to for these kind of things. Danny Adams? Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, (laughs) two detectives here. We want to be here as much as you do. Sure you want to get to bed on a school night. So uh, what we're going to need here is just a uh, a detailed account of everything that happened on your Friday. I'm sure you went to school that day, right? What? Just tell us, go through your day on Friday. Tell us what happened here. And he looks at you pretty hard. No, I didn't go to school. It was New Year's Day. We had off. Yes, it was. You must have had a fun day then. Having a day off school. You getting anything up up in the town? Anything going on? During the day at least. No, I mostly just hung around at my house. Oh, that's good. So... You didn't end up seeing your friends till uh, later that night? That's correct. And uh, just go from there. About what time did you uh, make first contact with your friends? What time did you give them a call? Am I in trouble? <laughs> no trouble at all. Told you we came in here. See my partner over there? Look at that face he's got on. Jesus he doesn't want to be here any more than I do. <laughs> I promise you. So... Like I said, what we need are any details, 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 because we want this closed. <laughs> you sound like such a dick. 
I'm so shocked. <laughs> what the I'm so fuck? Fucking this shocked. good cop shit coming out here. I'm saying, oh, you're about to like kick him. I uh, I met up with Rodney Carter after Mark came over. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Can I just go back? Um, how did you decide to all hang out? Anybody give each other a call? How'd that work? Like I said, details are important here. I step up and walk out of the room. You walk out of the and room. And I watch through the glass. Mm-hmm. I picked up the phone at 6.52 p.m. 6.52? I called the number 5678989. That's the phone number of Rodney James Weeks. What did you and Rodney talk about on that? Rodney and I had a very detailed conversation about our plans for the rest of the night. Therein, I requested that Rodney come to my domicile, and he and I would rendezvous with our other friend, Carter Jennings. And you had called Carter also? After that, I did. And how did you entice those boys to come to your house? What did you decide to do? What did you tell me you were going to do that night? Are you, you worried about this being a bar? I, <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> me and my partner out there, you see that guy with the, uh, with the grumpy the face. You point towards the mirror. The mirror. <laughs> <laughs> we had our days, our fun days. Uh, the friends I got to give a call sometime to, I haven't seen them in a while, but uh, we had our fun and we know it, so. Nothing on that account. Look, you said I wasn't in trouble, so I'm not in trouble. So yeah, we went to a bar. We were going to go to a bar. Absolutely. This is what I need. Nothing that you say for this point about going to a bar. Nothing about a fake ID. I'm not going to ask you who got it for you. How'd you get it? I don't really care about those people anyway. So just, what were your plans for that night? Detailed. I was going to have Mark come over. We were going to hang out a little bit, listen to some records. And then Carter and Rodney were going to come over and we were going to go to the Cavalry Club. Um, this Carter and this Rodney, they don't, they weren't going to come over early? They weren't going to listen to records? It was just going to be you and Mark hanging out alone before them? Yeah, yeah, me and Mark are, we go back a little bit. We're better friends than I am with Carter or Rodney. Ah, see, we're going back, we need more details. When did you guys (laughs) decide to become friends? When did that start? We went to elementary school together. Yeah. And you guys stayed really close friends since? Yeah. And you guys would uh, hang out often still? Yeah. And do you typically bring him around, your other two friends? It's Rodney and Carter? No, this was the first time. Mark wasn't really a very social guy. I thought it would be better to try and get him around some of my other friends, maybe have him make more friends. I have guys like that. I have guys like that that are maybe a little shy, maybe a little too much when they go out, or some guys that are... Angry. Why would you say that he's not really a, a social guy? He's pretty shy. Shy. He doesn't like to put himself out there that much. So, call everybody over to your house. He listens to some records with Mark. You, you and Mark talk about anything? Talked about our plans going into the semester and history fucking class. I don't know. I don't really remember. What would you listen to? What record? Look, I don't, I honestly don't remember what ah. record... We well then, to. for this case, what's your favorite? Hi, my name's Caleb. What's <laughs> your name? You know what? I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not going to entertain what's it. What's your name? It's fine. I don't really have a lot of records that I'm that crazy about. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, so uh, four of you are together at this point. Everybody gets to your house. Yeah. Much conversation were you. I know me and my friends, too. We, we, we would drink before the bar, save a little bit of money. I know you young kids probably don't have a ton to spend there. You have a couple beers before you left? No. No, we actually didn't. My parents don't really keep a lot of liquor in the house. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you guys all, all four walked over, or did you get a ride? We walked. How far is that walk? From my house, it's probably a 20-minute walk. 20-minute walk from your house. All right, so you get to the bar. Uh, give me about what, t- what time you think you got to the bar. Maybe around nine. And uh, mm. why this particular bar? Why'd you guys decide you can get in here? 
Well, we heard about it from some other kids in school. There was like a rumor going around. Some other kids. I don't know their names exactly. You know the kids' names that you go to school with. I do, but I don't remember exactly where I heard this. And I actually heard it from a couple different people in different times. You know? That means you can give me at least one name. Somebody you remember having a conversation with about it. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't looking into the whole bar thing or the underage ID oh, things. No, or... no, I'm just trying to... Like you're I trying said... to get details, details, details. I know what exactly. you're trying to get, so... I, I want to walk in now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Compose yourself. Yeah, I uh, no. Actually, when I walked out, I wanted to kind of look like I was like, you know what? I don't got fucking time for this shit. Walk, walk back in with the same kind of face. All right. I don't want to say anything. I just want to plop my ass on the seat, pull out my box of cigars, put them on the table, light one up, slide the box away from the three of us on the other side of the table, take a nice puff of my cigar. And I, then I look at the kid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, this isn't bad. Good cop, bad cop. This is cool cop, loser cop." <laughs> Damn. I'm like, you "Ever smoke a Cuban?" No. <laughs> Fuckers missing out. These are really good. I promise. And I want to grab one too. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, there's only one left, buddy. I haven't decided who I want to give this last one to yet. What's your name again?" And I pull out a notebook and pull Danny. Danny Adams. You're friends with this Mark kid? Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm the, uh, I'm Sergeant McNeil. This is my, uh, acquaintance. I want to uh, step back further into, like, almost like, almost like a shadow. I'm assuming there's, like, one kind of light coming down in this yeah. room. Yeah. Step back a little bit. Detective O'Connor, I'm not sure how much you guys have spoke since I walked out, but... Quite a bit. <sighs> he seems to enjoy talking. Look, Danny... Daniel, Dan, how do you want me to call you? Danny's fine. All right. I don't really care for these funny remarks. Frankly, I don't give a fuck about them. I just want to know facts, and you're going to give them to me. <clears throat> so, Mr. Adams, you're friends with this Mark fellow. How long have you known Mark? Since elementary school. Okay. Two other fellows we got here tonight. Same class, or you meet them at different times? No, I met them when I first started in high school. Okay. How'd you meet these two? <laughs> we had classes together. Geometry. How close have you been with Mark since first grade? Oh, we've been best friends. Oh, yeah? Through family, or you guys just meet in class? Well, we would hang out on the weekends or after school, you know. Okay. Now you and the guys go get shit-faced at a bar that doesn't card? Or do you got a fake? And he looks towards Caleb. I want to do this and just act like I'm covering my ears up with my <laughs> two fingers. <laughs> Would I be in trouble if I said that I did? I'm a violent crimes sergeant. I think you having a fake ID is not a violent crime, buddy. I take a puff of my cigar. Yeah, I do. What name you got on that? It's my name. Huh. You didn't even change the last? No. Do you know Mr. Newton? Barkeep? No. No. It's just a place some of your buddies found out you could get in a little easier for. Yeah. Uh, like I said... I have a fake ID, and he didn't even look at it, so I didn't even need it. Look, I'm going to just ask for some numbers. Give them to me when you can, or when you recall, I should say. Uh, How many beers did you have that night? Four. Okay. How many did Mark have? I think he had four, too. Did all your buddies have the same amount? No, I think Rodney only had three. Carter, I don't... I don't remember. I don't think he had more than four. Four max. Yeah. <sighs> Explain this to me, then. You had four beers. Your buddy had three. You're starting bar fights? Bunch of underage kids? I didn't start any bar fight. Why should I believe that? Because I'm telling you it. And I'm pretty certain that Mark would tell you that. And I'm pretty certain that the other two would tell you that, too. You're saying Mark would tell me that you did not start this? Yes. Why is that? Because I didn't. Who did? technically Mark, but it wasn't his fault. So it's the dead man's fault? No. No. Rodney and Carter put him up to it. They were pushing him. They kept instigating him. Calling him a pussy. Calling him a loser. Calling Mark a loser. They made him get up and do that. I tried to stop him. I tried to calm him down, but they were just... They wouldn't stop egging him on. I'm like visibly taking notes. 
So your two buddies pushed your best friend into getting into a fight with who? Some random guy, or did they point this guy out in particular? No, yeah, they pointed out this guy that he was drinking alone and this and that. And it started because we we were making fun of him, all four of us together. And it was just like a funny little joke and fucking, I, I don't know, you know, look at this loser over here by himself. And then Rodney and Carter just kept pushing him and, hey, Mark, you know, go say something to him. Go talk to him. Go, you know, go start something with him. And Mark, you know, he didn't, I don't know, I don't know. He wanted to be cool and impress them, I guess, but I don't know. Has Mark ever acted like this before? No. Never? No. You've known the kid since first grade. No. Mark would not hurt a fly. Would Rodney? Or Clark? They ever get in fights with any kids at school? Well, I don't know who Clark is. <laughs> or whatever the fucking other buddy of yours name is. <laughs> fucking other buddy. Fuck you. Plop. I mean, they're shitheads, sure, but they're not, you know, violent. Hey, just went down. It's Carter. And then I step back into the <laughs> shadows again. So Clark's never gotten in a fight before. No, Carter has not. All right, so let's see if we get this straight. And I look to O'Connor. You guys show up to this bar, have a couple of beers, minding your own business. I should say you are minding your own business. Mark, not so much. Rodney, Carter... Also not really minding their business here. You and your buddies walk into this bar, with the exception of you, looking to start some trouble. Not walking into the bar looking to start some trouble, but... Look, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna make any assumptions here. That, that's fair. That's fair to, to say. But what I can say is, you, my friend, are not in any trouble. Rodney, Carter, and Mark, we might open this bitch right back up. This wasn't Mark's fault. <laughs> This wasn't Mark's fault? No. They told him to do it. You're putting these two under the gun now. Is that what's happening? I need word. If you want to help your buddy, you got to help us. What? What? Look, I'm going to step out. I'll give you some time. All right. I'm sure you, just as well as I, and Detective O'Connor here, want to make sure what's right is right. All our T's are squared. All our I's are dotted. I step out with my cigar. going to get you a water. Knock if you... I feel like you need to tell us anything. You I'm like, let's fucking go, we did it! No, I'm just like, <laughs> I need both of you to take a program point for that. Let's go. <laughs> that was really fucking good. <laughs> it's not hard for me to play a big fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. So, we got the amount of beer that they took down. I'm just trying to see if there's any inconsistencies, right? I, I, there's... I mean... We got him nervous about a fake ID charge. At this point, they conclude their uh, interrogation as well. So the four of you are together. Yes, yeah, so the first time I see you guys, when I'm walking up, I'm just saying out loud. Assuming, Can we? Assuming we're not in closed. earshot of Carter either, correct? Correct. Okay. And there is also people like looking at these kids. Like there's there's a couple. I locked the officers door. watching these people, yes. these kids. Okay. Yeah. When I come up to you guys, like just audibly out loud, I'm, I'm just like, he's fucking lying. He's fucking lying. He's covering that shit up. I know it. What's he covering up? I don't know. He's slimy as fuck. He, he, they're, they're, they're saying that. Well, he's saying. Do you still have your cigar? Light? I got a cigar in hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you take notice of that. Oh, yeah, sergeant. Sorry. Wait, you sergeant. left? Did, did you take oh. the other one with you? No, nah, the other sergeant. box is still in there. You left the box in the room. Breaking it, out tobacco. I want to point out, it's definitely not a fucking Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a fucking, like, get that regular cigar. Gas station cigar. Yeah. So, Ray. Ray? Right, right, yeah. Raymond? Right. No. So what's his Rodney. Name? Rodney. <laughs> Rodney. You are Raymond. <laughs> fucking fantasy names, man. <laughs> I am Reagano. <laughs> it's like so many... Uh, um, so, Rodney said that... He confirmed Mark is only friends with Danny, really. And um, he kind of didn't want to come clean on who really provoked the fight. Um, I couldn't really probe him to tell me exactly who, but I knew his cover wasn't right. He was just saying that. Oh, he started sweating. Yeah, yeah he started stuttering. He was sweating big time, but um, some, some yeah, he was right, just... But... He, he was putting all the blame off himself, but I knew something was totally up. Might not be 
far off from what we found out. We got a kid in the other room ready to pin the whole thing on those two. On Rodney and Carter. But we got one kid left. So I think we can kind of hard press him with the facts that we can deduce and see what he can uh, what he can squeal. How do you want to play it? We tell him which one turned on him? I don't know. It seems you guys got the most evidence, so uh, you can write the playbook on this one. Unless you think you're going to break him. We could take this kid into any room we got. I feel like the better option to get more information, the most information out would be to use what we have now to work on Carter, see what he folds under, right? And then take anything he gives us extra, because we already have extra from you with Danny to bring back to Rodney. We could see what Carter gives us extra to bring back to Rodney, because we know Rodney's going to lie through, you know, everything until the absolute, like, most evidence is presented to him that he's... You know, he's got to come clean. Like, I know he's fucking lying. I asked him the same shit three times, and he lied and stuttered and sweated his way through it. To be fair, if he thinks he's the one that started it, he's the one provoking it, he has something to cover up. Yeah. We yeah, so let's... Carter... We could keep them both in their separate rooms and pull Carter out here if we need to. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think or we should... just, like, a separate room. I think we should do Carter right now and see what we got. And then once <coughs> we evaluate him, we, we decide what to do, having interviewed all three of them once. Alright, so with two interrogations complete into these tricky three teenagers and one still left to go that is where we're going to pick up next session. Rodney's a fucking rat. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU. A Nasty Table Production.